And we are back. Yo, what is up? It is the bearded one, a.k.a. Mr. Treat Them How They Want to Be Treated, Mr. Sam Williams. And I am here today with my lovely co-host, the co-hostess with the bostess, Miss Kimberly with the Y. Good job. Yes, I got it right tonight. And you know what type of day I've had, so... Shit's coming. <laughs> listen, 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 listen. I have had a day. We have had such a. We've. I, I can't. I, I'm gonna just say this. I've had a very good week. Contrary to the fact that the Bears lost on Sunday, but you know, 24 hour rule. You know, once again, like I said, I'm still on the high for my California trip. Um, but today, linked up with some good people. We did something special for the show that we haven't done before. Um, conducted our first solo interview. Uh, we did our first one-on-one feature today. So check that out on the bonus episode of um, the Beers and White Toast podcast. Um, but today... When you come out. Oh, well, if you're listening to it right now, it's out already. No, the feature that you put it, it's out? It'll be out on... Uh, That's what I'm saying. Okay, retroactive to September 17th. <sighs> It'll be out. So like I said, by the time you all hear this episode, that episode have been out already. Anyway, you all know that we are in the middle of the um, Chivalry series. Is Chivalry Dead? Um, and we have... And if it is, which one of you raggedy asses killed it? I think we even probably found that answer in episode two from what people have said, but we'll let the people sort that out. Because we, we got more. So a different perspective may change some minds. We're we going to find out. Um, we don't have the third member of our crew tonight because he's on vacation right now. Um, Archie is off in the cut because, well, we just had to remove him from the situation for a moment. So we replaced him with um, with our special, with our spec, uh, hush guys, for my second, with our second special guest. Um, if y'all listen to the episode of uh, the the bonus episode with me and Rasta Smiles, you'll understand why I'm kind of off right now. I'm getting it together. <laughs> but anyway, we have another guest, um, a part of the Chivalry um, series. Uh, we have our man Jay here, and he came all the way from the motherfucking desert to be here with <laughs> us. So I definitely appreciate you for being here. I'm sure Kim does as well. Um, and I also appreciate the, ho- the house uh, gift as well. So, um, But Jay, we're going to, you know, talk to you for a second and just kind of get to know you before we get started so first of all jay um we don't talk about exactly how old we are we're in our 30s if you don't <laughs> mind you know kind of just tell us what age group you're in uh 35 and up 35 and 35 up, up. <laughs> <laughs> y'all gonna say brother be proud of that shit man 35 and up well i mean i mean they said uh, we wasn't gonna make it to 21 but i'm here and hey, so, I'm glad to have you, especially being here in Chicago, because it's, it's rough for shorties these days. Oh, um, what would you say your relationship status is? Single. Okay. All right. Hey, we got a listen. <laughs> listen, we got a listener out there, bro, bro. who came, who 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 made some comments, and uh, our last guest, she kind of left the shit open for discussion, and my man just came. That straight was out. clear cut, like. Hey. Single as. Hey, Single la- AF. So, ladies, um, at some point, if y'all listening, you know y'all y'all mm, y'all, y'all mm-mm, mm-mm. no hold that. Let this let this man get his piece off first before you do that's that. Why I, that's why I said maybe. <laughs> hey, but if hey, I hope for Kevin Samuel vibes right now. Shit, we need a little look. We need to <laughs> look. We need to shake the room a little bit because you know Kim kind of relented 
a little bit in the last episode. Um, so we're going to kind of get our shit off a little bit. Even though I think in the last couple episodes I have, but you just never know, man, that... That 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 fervor might come out of my ass, mm. man. Might 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 just grab your ass like black tar. You feel me? So, um, Jay, one more question: Who do you think killed it, or is it even dead? Uh, now save it for the show. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> we gonna figure we gonna figure it out in this episode. So, uh, Kim, I'm gonna let you kind of take it away for a second. Okay. So. Um... I said I wasn't saying anything tonight. I said I was going to let the two the two guys have it. Um, but I was told, no, that is not acceptable. No. I was told by um, a female listener, no, nah, we need you <laughs> in the thick of it. Um, I have some issues with, I'm, I'm putting her on blast. Autumn was supposed to come back tonight. Wah, wah. <laughs> and and even just chill I don't know if she was going to be But she was like yeah nah I'm not going to make it So I'm like damn So now I'm sitting here Sam in one ear Jay in the other um, Jay, is, Jay is one of my brothers y'all And when I tell you Jay holds No punches <laughs> When it comes to me So I'm not even sure How to feel about it But I mean we here now So I'm going to ask you, and whew, y'all before, forgive before me. Before you start, Jay is about personal responsibility. <laughs> so as harsh as I'm going to be, I'm just as harsh on myself. And I respect it. It's, it's all love. A never know. You know. We know when our breaking point is. We know when it's like, you know what? All right, this is getting heated. We're going to leave it there. Move on. So I'm going to ask you, like Sam started to, <clears throat> is it dead? Is chivalry dead? Chivalry is not dead. Um, chivalry isn't dead. I think that it may be on life support, um, but it's definitely not dead. Why? What makes you... Why, I mean, why? Well, if we're talking about chivalry, maybe we're not operating in the way that we should be, but I would say that 90% of men pay for the first date. That's chivalry in itself. It's an expectation. And if, it, if you go on a date with a young lady... And she has to go come out of her pocket. She feels a type of way about it. So chivalry is being shown, just not functioning on the way that it should be. It's not 100%. And I'm a piggyback off of that because I... I never really thought about it like that. That's See? what I'm here for. See, no, 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 hold on. Okay, time out. Nope, Jay. <clears throat> when you go back to the desert... You're going to have to take his ass with you because no. I'm not going to do this. Well, oh, stop it, okay? Because <laughs> what did you just have and who just made it for oh, you and we, who had to spend the money to get it? This, this ain't nothing new. We do this every Thursday. Night. I have, that is, that is nothing new. I have sang your praises for it. You feed me at least, at least once a week. And it's always good, too. It's good. I don't pay for anything only thing I might have to do is grab my own lemonade. Did you drink my lemonade? I bought you some new lemonade. See, that's what I'm talking about. So Access <laughs> service, motherfucker. <laughs> so I don't look. We we three episodes in at this point. So I don't think y'all. If y'all don't know by now, I am with the shit when it comes to chivalry, man. I'm not. Listen, 
I know this shit ain't dead, okay? Because I'm still around. And for whoever is in my presence, whether it's a guy, a girl, a woman, whatever, I'm sorry, I don't want to call women girls anymore. We we're 30 some years old. So yeah. We not we going so yeah. Guys and women, I'ma make sure they straight. But when it comes to the women especially, I'm definitely gonna make sure it's straight. She's straight. And you already didn't heard Miss Count. And I'll do y'all one better, since you like your little ego stroke Stroking. and shit. So, I was having a foul-ass day. Like, today was stupid. I was over it. Um, I called Sam before I went on lunch. I'm like, yo, we need to do what we need to do, blah, blah, blah. So, I had actually texted him, too. This man texted me back. I forget. What was you? He was cooking something else initially. I don't remember what it was. But he says, um, I'm going to cook a whole meal tonight. You need it. We were going to have um, Impossible Burgers originally. Okay. And he's like, we gonna, I'm, I'm going to make a whole meal tonight. You need it. He says, I understood. <laughs> I understand the assignment. I got to give it to him. For the most part, he usually does. For the most part. I'm not going to touch on them parts when you don't. I'm going to just give you your, I'm going to sing your praises for what you do understand. So well, we always can't bet a thousand, but you know, I'm, shit. I'm I'm not complaining. I'm grateful. No, I am no. appreciative. Did you say you? Hold on, wait, wait, wait. What? We round up. If you get to ninety percent, that's a hundred. That's close enough. And you know what? That's an A in my book. <laughs> so uh, I'm gonna take week. that. But let's go back to what you said about that that dinner, that first that first date. I never really even counted that and it makes all the sense in the world because what woman are you going to take out on the first date and she's going to pay very rarely so i guess you can honestly say nine out of ten dates because if we talk in 90 percent nine out of ten dates start with the man paying for it i'm not saying that i'm not going to dig into my pocket first but i mean shit if she gonna jump in her pocket and she gonna offer up I'm going to only ask you twice. The first time is, nah, it's cool. You sure? And then she'll hit me with the, no, I got it. Are you sure? And she says, no, I got it. And then that's when I fall back and I'll let you do your shit. But, um, yeah, that's that's interesting. So, elaborate a little bit more in regards to, you know, the whole chivalry. Well... For the podcast, I, I think we're doing chivalry as it relates to men and women. But chivalry in general actually applies to everybody. It's the way that we treat each other as brothers. It's the way we treat each other as sisters, brothers and sisters, sisters and sisters. Um, so when we're talking about chivalry, it's a lot of things that goes into it. It's being courteous. It's being keeping your word. It's being a man of character. It's a lot of different things that goes into it. And I, I, you know, just, it goes beyond opening the door. It goes beyond giving you my coat. Um, but I also do think that people are getting acts of service mixed up with chivalry. And they actually are two different things. Mm. Go ahead, keep going. Yeah, keep going. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, because in our last episode, I kind of attributed acts of service, not necessarily saying that it is a form of chivalry, but it's it in but in my opinion they relate mm-hmm. because acts of service is in my opinion is serving. Okay, right. I'll give you all an example out there. You know, Jay is a guest in my house. 
this evening. Um, he won't be a guest next time, but he can still bring a bottle. Anyway, um, Jay is a guest in my house. Kim, even though she's not a guest, I always treat her like one. Um, dinner was made, you know what I'm saying? A little effort was put into that. Actually, a lot of effort was paid, put into that meal because I'm still sweating it from, from the meal itself. I don't know if it's from the food that I ate from eating <laughs> or from cooking it or both. But either way, um, thank you, Kimberly, because I'm in this bitch dying. Man, I hope I can make it through this episode, man, because I didn't have... I didn't have some 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 top some shit. Some shit going today. <laughs> some top level of everything. So I am definitely sweating through my brand new shirt that my homie gave me today. But no, anyway, I feel like access service does kind of tie into chivalry because let's think about this: a chivalrous act is memory, it's thoughtfulness, mm-hmm. and so what's more thoughtful than you know serving your homies? Or taking care of your girl and making sure that she's straight. Or better yet, just the fact of, you know, like I said, being thoughtful. You know, it's thoughtful to hold the door for a stranger. Just like it's thoughtful to walk on the inside of the sidewalk when you walk in with a woman. You know what I'm saying? So, outside. I... Outside, inside, whatever. Just making sure I'm, that I'm, I'm making sure you away. From, <laughs> look, just making sure I've been drinking, listen, and smoking. Look, it, basically, just making sure that you're nowhere near the street. Now, I'm not saying I want to get hit by that car, but if I had to, it's you and maybe like I don't know, like four other people. I jump in front of a car for not all the way. Just enough to kind of, just enough just to kind of break it. I can, I can look. I'll break a leg or something because I can still make it, you know, and I'll make, get some money and shit like that. But no, seriously though, like, so I don't, you know. But explain why you say that active service is not a part of chivalry. Okay, uh, being a fan of the podcast and I've been listening before. I heard a story about a hair dryer. <laughs> okay, that is an act of service. That's not chivalry. That's going that extra mile because that's not normal behavior in the, in the sense that it's just not, everybody's not doing that. That's, that's love. If you got that, you need to hold on to that. <laughs> Let's just keep it real. But like, um, to me, the difference where I'm going to separate it is chivalry. I do for everybody. My acts of service are going to be specific and tailored to you. Um, And when I'm dealing with a woman, I'm there in all ways. Um, I kind of feel like you have to give what you want to get. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we're not gonna we're not gonna play no games on my end. I'm upfront, a parent, and I put everything out there. If you need something from me, talk. If I need something from you, I'm not gonna play these games. I'm gonna open my mouth. I'm an adult at this point. So, but going back to chivalry and acts of service, like I say, chivalry, I believe, is for everyone. Um, it's being courteous. I open the door for men, too. Other guys on a date, go ahead, player. He might not even been ready to open the door for his girl, but I did it. I got it. And I've been there to hold the door for eight women, nine women. It doesn't matter, you know. Um, old men, old ladies, little kids. You know, my chivalry is extended to everyone. But my acts of service are not. Because my acts of service are pretty dope. As mine are too. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what? I guess when you put it in that perspective, then okay. 
But even still, I mean, chivalry carries into your relationship. I mean, it's still an, an act of chivalry, no matter how you try to explain it. Because your acts of service that you have for your significant other, that's like I said before, it's the thoughtfulness of understanding the assignment, of knowing how to take care of this woman, how to treat this woman. Yes, our last guest talked about her father doing that <laughs> shit. And you know what? To each his own. You know what I'm saying? If it works for his, if it worked for moms and she caught on to that, then you know what? By all means, you know, because that's their, that's his act of chivalry towards his woman, you know? And like you said, with you walking that woman, you know, you, you, I, shit, I've done it too. A gang of women and held it for the homie too. Like, uh, all right, brother, put a little pep in your step because this (laughs) motherfucking door is heavy. You feel me? And I'm hungry and my party is waiting on me. Um, but yeah, man, I, I'm, I'm with you, but it seems like it's almost circumstantial with the whole chivalry thing. Like I said, chivalry doesn't extend to just strangers. It also extends to your, your significant other. And like I mentioned before, um, it kind of extends in, in your, in your workplace of business, mm-hmm. you know, by taking care of, you know, I've been in leadership for a long time. So active, you know, so chivalry is making sure that I do temperature checks you know, on my colleagues, making sure that they're okay. Mm-hmm. If they're not okay, let's get to the bottom of it. Let's talk about this. Let me find out what the problem is, and maybe we can find some sort of a solution. And if nothing else, let me be a lend, let me lend an ear to you, because when it's all said and done, chivalry is really just like I said, it's an act of thoughtfulness. Right. Uh, I agree with that, among other things. But this is where I would say the danger is in that you have to be able to have a separation. Because if we don't have a separation, then everything that you do, if we consider it chivalry, if we consider it chivalry and somebody else picks that up and says, he's not a chivalrous man because he doesn't do what Sam does. So that's the reason I try to get a, a separation of it so that what I do for, like I said, what I do for one person, I don't do for other. Mm-hmm. I feel like those, maybe I feel like the acts of service are beyond. You know, that's going to be that next step. Because like I said, I'm pretty courteous to everybody. I respect everybody. I was raised, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, yes, sir, no, sir. You know, so I show everybody respect because I want my respect. And I guess I just want to, I think it's just dangerous to not have a separation. I mean, they are the same things. I totally agree with you. Totally agree with you. They all play into one another. But for for... We don't want people running around saying, like, because he doesn't do what this guy does, he's not chivalrous at all, or he's lacking. There's going to be varying degrees of chivalry. Okay, and so that kind of, um, you know what? Maybe this wasn't such a bad thing at all. Thank you. I'm telling you. Thank you, because that takes me over here to my right, to the side Sam is on. Remember, you was teasing me and talking about me when I said you can't do the same things, boom, there you go. My response to that, forget y'all. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> no, my response to that is this. Yes, it's, it, it, it's case by case. There's pers- levels to this shit. There are levels to it. However, most of the time you get a fresh meal, they get leftovers. <laughs> okay. You put that on the podcast? <laughs> I'm just being honest. Oh, man. You know what I'm saying? That. You know, I cook for you. Okay. Now, if they were, you know, if they were here, of course, I would do it for them. You know what I'm saying? But 
let's also keep something else in mind. I don't just do it for women that I have interest in. I don't Facts. just do it for my co-hosts or my Facts. my house guests. No, I'm going to cook a meal from scratch and I'm going to take it to whoever asked for it. I have a co-worker who I absolutely adore. She's like a work mom to me. You know what I'm saying? She doesn't live maybe 20 minutes away. She's more than capable of, you know, cooking her own meals and things like that. However, you know, when I talk about, yeah, I'm cooking dinner, I can be cooking for myself or I can be cooking for the gang. Mm-hmm. I'm going to always make sure that my Miss Pat has food put right. to the side from her and I'm going to drive it to her right. because I know that she's going to appreciate it. So not only am I cooking her a meal, but I'm thinking enough of her to say, all right, I know you can't physically be here. You want to be a part of this moment or you want to you. You have this food. I got you. So what you, your basis is I get it, you know, and I'm to be more specific into what she says. Um, you can't do for other bitches as you do for me. That's what she said. I did not call nobody a bitch. Not that time. But there was a time. <laughs> do you really want to go into why that word had to come out? No. Okay, then. So don't do that. I won't. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Anything else? <laughs> Move. Would you like some fries? <laughs> no, but anyway, no, but I, I get it though. I mean, you know, yes, I don't do the same things I do for everybody else, but I do just enough so they can actually feel some sort of, you know, thoughtfulness from me, you know? Okay. So I'm going to clarify and speak more into what Sam was just saying. And then I was just playing about the bitch word too. Move. And then it's actually going to take me over to you Jay and something that we discussed so what I have told Sam is Sam needs to um I know I'll be putting all his business out there but some things are gonna remain a little low-key until we both agree like hey we gonna talk about that but no time soon (laughs) but basically I told Sam um pick and choose Like, I get it. So, here's the thing. Sam is a sweet guy. Um, He does have a heart of gold. But, and this is where you come in, Jay. Everybody, unfortunately, is not deserving of that heart of gold, those acts of service. Not everybody is deserving of those things. And... Sometimes you need to just chill out because what you're doing, I, I already know what's up with you. Not everybody does. And what you're doing is um, it, it can be misconstrued. Let me respond to that real quick. <laughs> we had this conversation initially back in like it June. Was, no, it was two weeks ago. No. Oh, we, the very the first very time. First time okay. We talked about this back in like June or so after we had a um, person over here who had a slight incident. <laughs> <laughs> I, knew, I, knew, I knew that would tickle your fancy. Anyway. It was May and I told you that's what your goofy ass gets. And ever since that time, that was like. Kim basically gave me the warning shot, like, hey, nigga, you might want to go ahead and fall back from this shit because I think God trying to tell you something. And since then, 
I have really kind of sort of listened. No, I said kind of no, sort of. Man, no. look, look, the Sam Sweet Space is almost uh, over. I'm, I, no, <laughs> no, 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 you did not. No, you cannot. No, you cannot. I talk about the two weeks, the two weeks ago. Okay, because I'm gonna say you ain't listen. Because that's why we ended up Any, on the conversation two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, I was talking with Kim because I was kind of low in the dumps about my my situation here, and I'm um, not gonna get too far into detail. But no, at that moment, Kim basically... Wait, hold on. Hold the fuck up. When did this shit turn into <laughs> Fix Sam's Problems from, I, from the Chivalry series? I, if y'all listen, if y'all want to hear about Sam's problems, then y'all need to go ahead and call me. And if you don't have my number, then shut the fuck up because I ain't none of y'all business. But anyway, two weeks ago... But you still going. I am, but I'm not getting into deep detail. though. So two weeks ago... I was having a pretty rough evening. Some shit was going down. I was really, you know, bothered by something. Not going to get into it. But anyway, you know, Kim basically laid some things out to me. And it was pretty much like the mirror in my face. Like, all right, Sam, this is your life. And this is what you need to fix. You need to fix this, this, and this. Now, granted, I'm not going out here. I'm not cooking for a whole bunch of people like I was before. However, I have slowed it down. But I also made sure that, like Jay said... Pick and choose the people that I'm doing it for. Of course, I'm going to do it for Kim because Kim is my ride or die. That's my homie. That's my partner. This is the person that and I'm more than likely, I'm going to call it now. And I've been saying it all day. It's probably the person I'm going to get rich with. You know what I'm saying? This is the person who took a chance on some stuff that, you know, I had drawn up in my head. So she's going to get first dibs or second. If there's, you know, if the if the sweepstakes lady come in and she, if listen, I already told you the sweepstakes is almost over. No, you, she's giving me and Jay the finger right now, so I'm gonna just tell you to buzz off. It's but all any, about the sweepstakes, baby. It's all about the sweepstakes. Know your worth. Okay. So, 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 know your so, worth too. so, okay. Okay. Hold on, before you go on a tangent, let me finish. <laughs> all right. Because I see it all in your eyes, like you ready to say something. So I'm gonna just say my no. part, and we gonna move on and let you say your shit. No. But basically. You know, I understand the levels, and uh, albeit it's really been two weeks since I actually had to make choices on the levels of which I'm no, categorizing. No, it was two weeks. It was it was last weekend. It was two weeks ago. Okay. We're not gonna sit. Okay. okay. Y'all niggas gonna hear us argue in a second, Kim. I'm with it. We gonna fight after this episode. Bring it on, Cletus. Come on, Cletus. I saw some Cletus cleats on Amazon, too. I'm going to stump your ass off. You're get out of my face. It's hot shit. in here. Okay? <laughs> Come on, man. We running out of tape. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Tape? You That's the whole damn computer. What are you talking about tape? So, anyway. I, um, I listened to her. Okay? And I decided that it was in my best interest to just say, okay... You're no good for me. You're no good for me. I'm going to X you out. I'm going to X you out. Shit like that. And guess what, Cam? I've done it. It's worked. I'm sleeping at night, okay? Are you happy? I don't have all that extra baggage I'm dragging on my ass. Now that the whole Fix Sam episode is <laughs> portion of the show is over, let's get back into the real shit. So, yes. We got to that simply because we were talking about what Jay said and basically it being levels, picking and choosing. Everybody can't get the same thing that everybody else does. Kim, I ain't feeding your ass no more. Yes, the fuck you are. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. I'm not. I ain't worried about you. Move. 
So I wasn't even going to go into all of that. You decided to do that. Um, <laughs> as he as he finishes this VSOP. Um, so I'm going to go to Jay because we didn't have you come all the way here to listen to us argue. I'm enjoying it. <laughs> I do at home, I do it live, you know? Because Jay, I think Jay just like to see me get my, like, to see me go in <laughs> with people sometimes. No, 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 he's on his own. I, I like this, brother. He can yeah. handle that. So, but but that's because, again, Jay knows my mouth. Oh. <laughs> Jay knows my attitude. Miss Fountain's daughters. Doctor. My apologies. Because you already Doctor. know she ain't going. Fountain's daughters. Doctor. Well, no, you ain't got to say the rest of her name. That's good. Um... But never mind, I'll address that afterwards. <laughs> um, all that to say, I started off on the whole levels and everything, and not everybody deserves the same thing. You and I had a brief conversation about. So last week, we or the last episode, we talked about basically, um, we mentioned a lot with two parent homes. Um, so you told me, you know, like, well, hold on because, you know, my situation wasn't that. And you also said that you, well, I'll let you say what you were taught. Okay. Um, but I will say this, just like I sing Sam's praises, y'all, my brother over here, when I go visit him, when I say laid out, laid out, walking the door to plenty liquor, food, um, <laughs> I can't <laughs> movie theater. I, okay, cause now, nah, cause you, cause I know how you get. Jacuzzi. I know facts, facts, about? facts. So I walk in. So okay, since you gave me the go ahead, okay. because I know how you get and how you be like. No, I don't bring people. This is my homie Rico. <laughs> <laughs> but don't do that. Uh, don't do that. <laughs> that's what don't, you don't did. It, don't do that. Don't but do that. no, when I go, like, um, he knows I love water. The pool is my thing. So what was it? March or something. And he made sure that pool was heated. Um, outside. Every Basically everything I need. A lot of what I want when I walk into this man's house. is ready. And I will say this. I've said it before. A lot of the times. He is one of the three brothers I shouted out before. So it's nothing more than that. This is strictly big bro. So it's all love. But... I also know that a lot of people, platonic or otherwise, ain't getting it. So you talking about with me and you? I'm talking about period because you don't even because it's Rico's house. Okay. See what I'm saying? Okay. So, but I'm gonna let you talk about your situation in contrast to what we were saying with the two parent household. Um, as well as what you were taught about the respect that basically get, get the respect that you earn. Okay. And before we, before I even tell you about my family life, uh, I'm firing on all cylinders. I'm like been a single father. I had my daughter since she was two months old. Uh, and I raised her, uh, from start to finish. Um, I have my own business. I have my own home. My car matches my home. <laughs> hey. Both of them. Both of them. Both of them. Hey, y'all heard that? If this nigga <laughs> could go and get a matching house and car, y'all ladies can go get a matching bra and panty set. You know it. 
<laughs> and make sure your toes and your fingernails match too. At least make sure they look good. Okay, I was going to say, because mine don't ever match. But everything matches with white toes. I was going to say, because they stay white. <laughs> they stay white. Just got them done yesterday. They stay white. And guess what? White toes after Labor Day is okay. Fuck Ooh, what you heard. I'm about none of that. Anyway, go ahead. So, um, I come from a single parent home. Uh, I was raised by my mother. Um, I was taught chivalry from the beginning. I was taught to open doors. I was anything that my mother needed done, I wanted to do it, even if I didn't know how to do it. She put that in my mind to the fact now, I don't even need a thank you for me opening the door. It's just normal. I've been that guy where I open doors and nobody says thank you. And I say to myself, why do I open these doors? <laughs> but guess what? The next time I'm in that situation, that door gets opened, you know. Um, but I did disagree that single parents cannot teach chivalry. My mother showed me everything. Um, Definitely a difference with just my mother teaching me. I think what she did and where I think she might have erred, she taught me everything I needed to know about chivalry, but she didn't tell, teach me that everybody doesn't deserve that. There are women that are out here that aren't good women. You need to align yourself with the good women that are going to appreciate that. So I didn't learn that. I had to learn that the hard way. Um, taught my daughter the same thing. There'll never be a guy that can outdo me. As far as my daughter's concerned, like, as far as I'm concerned, um, my daughter's been out the country. Some of you guys haven't even been out of Chicago. She's been out of the country three or four times. Um, singing lessons, dancing lessons, Girl Scouts, cheerleading. And then also for, for myself, um, I was raised in a church called Trinity. I don't know if anybody knows about it. Uh, we're talking about in the 80s. Um, it was super black power. So yes, I grew up in a single parent household, but Trinity had a program where they would tutor the youth on the weekend um, in math, English. But when you did it, you had to go for African-American studies for at least an hour. And to me, that's what kind of shaped me along with my mother, knowing that we weren't just rappers, we weren't just athletes, that we were kings, we were queens, we are the cradle of civilization, knowledge, science, mathematics, and then instilled pride in me where I'm not gonna be average. There's no reason for me to be average. I need to, I need to meet that standard. So that's, that's my background. And, I, and I'm, you know, when we, when we get into who actually killed or put chivalry on life support, it's gonna be both of us, guys. It's gonna be both of us. Uh, Kim doesn't agree with the way I feel about things, but let me tell you this, this is how I feel about, for women, I'll start with the women. Women, men will do what you allow. You control the interactions. We can even, if I take it to an extreme, if black women said that all black men needed to have a degree, to have a relationship, to have sex, black men would have degrees. If I didn't open the door and you weren't intimate with me and you made it known that that's the reason you didn't, you didn't, I'm not chivalrous, I'm not what you need, then I'm going to adjust myself or I'm going to move on. And if I can't get it, you need to move on. At a certain age, you teach people, we need to teach people our nuances because everybody's different, but certain things should already be embedded. And I would say we, we've gotten away from our values 
that I think kept us strong in the 80s with our families, whether they were single parent or both parents living in the home. It used to be a thing where a gentleman had to meet your father or meet your mother, or they already knew your people and you were good, you were a good family or you came from a bad family. Nowadays, there is no oversight. Young ladies date who they like. They don't know anything about him or his family. They don't know how he was raised. Sometimes we have expectations of people that are not on that level. If you want somebody that is gonna be chivalrous, if you want somebody who is gonna put you first, it's not a guarantee, but you need to find someone who comes from a good background, from a good home, who has an understanding of those things. Not just any random guy. Um, in my opinion, we, we, we make mistakes and then we try to correct them. I had a baby out of wedlock, that's a mistake. I love my daughter, but that's a mistake. Um, and because of that, even though I've been a great father, I've done everything I can do, we, I'm firing on all cylinders. Take my daughter to school, come home. I do homework with her. I make dinner every day. We doing two vegetables. <laughs> we exercising, you know what I'm saying? I'm telling her about our black culture. I'm letting her know that, hey, you don't need weave to be beautiful. You don't need to look European to be beautiful. Um, we, we just gotta start firing on all cylinders the correct way, get back to where we were as a culture. And I think, and I apologize for this, and for the men, when it comes to being chivalrous, because I did go after the ladies. Men, I learned a lot of my chivalry. My father was not there. I learned from my mother. I learned from my grandfather. I learned from my uncles. I learned from other gentlemen on the streets that said, hey, you're supposed to be on that curve, not that lady. It used to be a thing where we taught each other. And Sam, I felt you when you were talking about the gentleman that said, hey, redhead. But back in the day, somebody would have pulled your coattail if you did that and said, hey, but you were there, though, Sam. You should have. I know, I know how it is nowadays. You don't want to come at somebody's kid. But, hey, that's not how we do, you know. And, and you know what? You are absolutely right, because this kid was like 16, 17 years old. Problem is, and I saw this on a post today. I didn't mean to cut you off, but I needed no. to get this off. I saw this post on Facebook today, um, basically saying, um, Man, trying to think. And so many, and it had to do with chivalry. I'm trying to, trying to get back to it. You know what? I'm gonna let you finish your thought, and hopefully it comes back to me. Because <laughs> this VSOP is like really <laughs> fucking with the left side of my brain right now. Yeah. But no, um, yeah. So go ahead and finish your thought, and I'll, hopefully okay. I can get it back. Um. So yeah, for the fellas, we are not, we are not helping our young men. We're still in this generation, that 30 range, where we still have those values because we were taught them. These values are slowly disappearing, slowly disappearing. Um, and Sam, because we were talking about the young man and we talk about respect, a young man giving a lady, young lady respect or a young lady respecting herself, I have to turn around and look at the parents. Um, I wanna tell you that I do date, I have dated, and I know, I know women who do the same thing that, that are 30, 35, that do the same thing that 20-year-olds do. I, I have no women that sing WAP with their daughters. That's not how we came up. Right. We didn't come up like that. The stuff that had parental advisory on it. Let me tell you, Saturday, I mean, well, Sunday Battle of the Bands is what my mama played for us. 
Smokey Robinson. Not wet ass pussy ladies. How can your daughter learn respect for herself if that's your jam, mom? How does your son learn respect for a woman if that's your song, mom? We have to hold ourselves to that higher standard when you're parents. And if anything's gonna be fixed in our community, we need to hold ourselves to that higher standard. So this is what I was gonna actually say. You know, I was actually, um, earlier today, I did an interview um, with the, you know, my homie Rasta. Um, and after the episode had finished airing, after we finished recording, we talked about, you know, we actually were talking about your situation today, Kim, with the schools and, you know, how your day went. But we also talked about just the upbringing of children in general. You know, we're all 30-something years old. Crazy thing about it is a lot of these kids are half our age, which means their parents are our age. So when you're dealing with high school age kids, I'm not judging anybody for having kids at an early age because, listen... If I haven't learned anything from my friends who've had children as teenagers, you can turn it around. So this isn't for all parents. This is shit. This is for parents in general who basically let their children do what the fuck they want to do. Times are different now. And you can kind of see it starting almost at the time they're able to comprehend and to keep their attention held for longer than five minutes. We pacify kids with electronics. We don't talk to our kids. One thing my mom implemented in us towards like maybe my mid to late teens is that on Sundays, we're going to sit down and have dinner together. And that's an opportunity for us to not only spend however much time it was going to be for us to eat dinner, but it was also an opportunity for us to possibly even get some shit off our chest. You know, one thing I, I've picked up in maybe the last several months is that we don't temperature check on our kids. And so because of that, you know, we have these kids that are running around here with no guidance because these kids don't feel like they have an outlet to express themselves. And as adults, no matter how old we are, we fail them in some way. When I was younger, I was taught that a man is not supposed to wear a hat indoors. Okay, when you go out to a place, men are supposed to take their hats off at the threshold. Okay, um, that's not enforced. And I'm seeing, oh, and I remember my stepfather actually got upset with a guy that was closer to his age. Now, mind you, my stepdad is in his 60s. Okay, got mad at a guy who was close in age, and they had a back and forth because. Of course, my stepdad has something to say about it. He, he brought it to the guy's attention. Do I think my stepdad was a bit out of place? Yes, because you sometimes you have to tread lightly with other adult males, especially if they come off as an alpha male, which most of us try to come off as anyway. But the fact that my stepdad had the courage to go tell this other grown man that, hey, look, man, take your hat off, you inside, that just lets you know that, you know, and this is going to lead me to the point that I tried to make earlier. I finally got it back. <laughs> you know, what he was basically trying to do is it doesn't matter how old you are, you're still... As long as you have breath, you have an opportunity to learn. Now, what this is going to do is take me to the point I tried to make earlier. This post basically stated that there are no more villages in the black community anymore. Mm. We don't have that. I remember as we were growing up, you know, Miss Tremble that lived across the street, she could whoop your ass if she caught you doing some shit you weren't supposed to do. Miss Larez and, you know, Mr. Nashon next door. Same thing. You go down to the from from corner to motherfucking corner. You can get an ass whooping from all from one corner 
to the crib and then you got to deal with your parents when they find out now you can't even look at a kid crazy because what's going to happen they're going to get their mom they're going to get their dad and the way we have to tread now with not even just the kids but the parents we have to tread extremely light because times have changed you know and so what do you expect from somebody who's close in our age who don't really believe in much as far as doing the positive things for other people because we live in this me, me, me society that it's all about me. It's all about, you know, looking good. It's all about, you know, making sure that I'm straight. But we have completely lost sight of doing something for our fellow man or our fellow woman, or as you said earlier, affectionately, our fellow brother, our fellow sister. We don't have that anymore, you know. And I mentioned in our last episode in part two that in my honest opinion, I feel like the fathers, or rather the absentee fathers, because in any family, the the ideal structure is mom and dad, okay? Not mom, not just dad, but mom and dad. Mm-hmm. I was fortunate to have my mother and father. Kim mentioned that she was fortunate to have her mother and father. You know, our last guest, Autumn, same thing. And then you come here and you said, no, that's not true. You know, that's not how you were brought up. But what you did mention is that you did still have strong males in your life. You had the church folk. You had, you know, your relatives. And I'm sure you may have had, you know, and me, I played sports, you know. So I had coaches, you know what I'm saying? I had coaches. As I got older, I had neighbors, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? That village is not too far removed from society. Or rather, yet, we just don't embrace it. But here's the flip side to that. Old men, older men especially have a problem with this quote-unquote old-school style and how they want to implement it into, into our generation. Let's make one thing clear. One thing we're not going to do is disrespect. And I feel like that generation is still in the form. They're still in. They're still in that. That we're gonna disrespect you so we can get our respect. Mm-hmm. That shit don't work. Right. Going back to what I said about my stepfather, you know what I'm saying? Not to not to bash him or anything like that, but the tone could have been a little bit different. Look, you got two Rams right here that may lock horns. Who's gonna come out on top? Because. What you're doing is you basically picking a fight. You know what I'm saying? With how you come off and try to teach a lesson. There's always an opportunity to teach. But there's also a way about how we do it. And like I tell Kim and I tell my other friends who deal with, you know, with younger people, coaches alike, anybody, people with teenage kids or they babysitting or whatever, you have to be able to build a sense of trust with these kids. You don't know where they come from. You don't know what type of home they live in. You don't know what type of neighborhood they come from. And the number one thing these kids need is somebody that they can trust. So in order for us to teach these kids our for our next generation, or as some may say our babies, we need to make sure that we put a you know we put a stamp on how we treat them. Mom can be at home functioning alcoholic as soon as that boy or that girl walk in the house from school they got to worry about fighting their mama or their daddy because they didn't got mm-hmm. fucked up while they were at school or we got to worry about mom you know having random niggas coming up in the house and now her daughter is seeing this or her son is seeing this so what have we done we've basically shown this girl that whole is life or we've shown that you know we've shown her son that 
women really ain't shit because if my mom letting a gang of niggas run through this house for whatever reason, how can I value women when you don't even value yourself? Right. So everything, I guess you can say, starts at home, but it don't even necessarily have to be at home. The shit can just start on the block, mm-hmm. you know? So that's my tangent about that. But fathers that are listening that have children, I'm going to say this shit again. I don't know how many... I don't have kids. And I think that's the part that bothers me the most because I know what type of father I'd be because of the father that I had and the fathers and the father figures that I've been around. The coaches, the pastors, the, you know, the homies with kids. All of these different men have been prime examples of how men are supposed to be. And, Jay, I just met you. You know what I'm saying? This is my first... I've heard a lot about you. This is my first one-on-one encounter with you, but you seem to just be an upstanding brother. Appreciate you know that. what I'm saying? Um, and your reputation has definitely preceded you based off the things that Kim has said. You know, I know we joke on this show a lot. We, we, you know, we laugh. We have a good time, you know, because at the end of the day, this is fun. But the message that we're trying to convey to our people is to make sure that they actually understand that, yes, we're going to have fun and do this, you know, do this, this show and whatnot. But we also want to just let you all, you know, know or let you all be reminded that, you know what, it's okay to still show acts of, you know, chivalry ain't nothing but a, humanity. a, a it's humanity. Right. Showing just basic humility will take you a very long way. And so I don't want to sit here and say who killed it. But I can tell you who can improve it, and it starts with our fathers. You know, it starts with our... It's not just everybody. No, it's the fathers of these kids who choose to not be involved. Or it's the women of these children who do not want to involve the fathers. You know what I'm saying? Right, wrong, or indifferent. Both listen, mom and dad, while y'all sitting here going back and forth on who does what with these kids, let's make something perfectly clear. One, these kids didn't ask to be here. And two, y'all job is to figure out a way to co-parent to make sure that y'all have responsible citizens growing up in the world. We got enough little dickheads and assholes running around in the world that are adults. We don't need to be breeding any more of those. The world is already fucked up enough. And all we're doing is making the generations worse and worse. That's my tangent. I'm going to stop drinking. I'm going to get my glasses <laughs> empty. But I just really had to get that off. Can I answer to the tangent? I do want to point out the fact, 2019, there's 1.04 single black fathers. Um, so that's, and I, and I, and I, I, I say that when I, re, and I also want to recognize that there are men that are not doing what they need to do. And that is a horrible thing. Your children need you. You, you, you set the standards for them being men, for them being women, you set the standard. But if we get a, let's, single fathers, single mothers, even if you don't have that other parent, you can still be functioning in the correct way. Let me give you an example. It's a lot of you guys who do not help your kids with homework. You sit them at the table and tell them to get it done. You expect the school and the teacher to teach your children. That's not realistic. You need to teach your children. You are responsible for your children. If your children are disrespectful, that's because you allowed them to be. If your sh- children do not have chivalry, it's because you allowed it to be. Um, as far as you were saying with the village, we're only one generation removed from that village. But things have definitely changed. When I was coming up, we showed respect to everybody because to not show respect was an ass whooping. 
nowadays these these young kids they'll disrespect you they won't listen to you because they actually don't have a parent at home like you were saying and I, and I want to challenge you on this because yes fellas you are wrong for not being with your kids and in your kids life in every way possible you are wrong but also Sam I got to point out that we don't do this but just because you are mom and you're at home with your kids doesn't mean you're functioning in the correct way. You can still be handicapping your kids while you're capping on dad. You may be there, but you're not doing a stellar job. So dad is wrong and you're wrong. Um, we get into a lot of stuff. I don't even believe in co-parenting. And I raised my daughter. I, what is co-parenting? I'm going to be on the phone. Sometimes you need FaceTime. Not the, not, not the Apple, real FaceTime. I need to be there. So to me, co-parenting, if we're not splitting the kids 50-50 day to day, which isn't going to happen, it's very hard for you to co-parent. But guess what, guys? You can still do everything that you need to do for your daughter, even if, that, even if you only got the weekends. I heard you say something, and like I said, I'm, I'll be honest. I have about 10 friends with kids. I won't name names, horrible husbands, great fathers. You know what I mean? And I also know some of those guys. I've been friends with them, not friends currently, um, where they ain't shit. And I always wonder why. Um, get off base for a second. Guys, I need, I need you guys to make sense of something for me. If you grew up in a single parent home, the pain you felt Why would you inflict that on somebody else? Let me tell you, I'm a great father because I've been on that porch waiting. I've waited all day. Mom saying he's not coming. Come on in. No, he's coming. Um, you, 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 you have to be a man of character. You got to keep your word to your children. That's how you teach young boys to be men because you can start there. Keeping your word is tantamount. We can start there. That's part of being a man. But yeah, I, that's my little tangent coming. You know, I, I totally get it. We got a lot of guys not functioning the correct way, but women, you guys also are not functioning the correct way. And we don't, we don't make those determinations on Mother's Day. We don't say happy Mother's Day to the mothers, to the real mothers that's holding it down. We just give you your flowers. There's varying degrees of deadbeats. We have some that give money and don't spend time. We have some that don't give any money and spend no time. I mean, and spend time. Then we have some that don't do shit. Varying degrees. Um, not one size always fits all. But I would encourage everybody, put yourself on child support. Do <laughs> we got a little background noise. We're going to mute for just a moment. And, uh, but yeah, I would encourage any guy, if she won't let you see the kids... You go put yourself on child support. Stop trying to make a deal. Your kids need money. Cost money to live. So you need guys. Definitely. I feel you are men. A woman can't, a woman can't do what she can do. But ultimately, the court are not, is not going to deny a man that really wants to see his kids. And they can tell the difference. So I would go there. And I, and I would also let you guys know, I've helped plenty of guys get custody of their kids, as well as get visitation for their kids, helping them fill out the paperwork, telling them what needs to be done, dress in a suit, come to court, be respectful. 
So, you know, I'm not just, I'm not going to, I never just give lessons or just give my opinion. I always put my opinion into action for my friends, for my family, for my loved ones. And, um, you know, for me, I know we were talking, you guys were talking about love language. My love language is acts of service. I'm from the show me state. You know what I'm saying? So the way that I give love is by my actions. If I love you, I, I might give you a little bit of correction and say, hey, maybe you might want to do it this way. Um, when I don't care, I won't say nothing. But I want to get away from that because what we're talking right now, it just seems like, you know, as a black community, we do a lot of talking at each other. And we need to find solutions because it's going down the drain quickly, guys. Quickly. It's going down the drain. Gangbangers used to have cold. Help old ladies down the street. Kids and <laughs> women were off you know? Kids and women were off limits. Um, my mom told me a story when she was young. She grew up in um, Wentworth, Wentworth Gardens. And she said it was um, a gang. She didn't say which one. And they used to take their dogs out around the gardens every day um, at a certain time. And everybody knew what time that was going to be. And it was like, okay, so everybody would go in the house. Well, she was in her own little world, and she looked around. Everybody was gone. She's at the top of the little jungle gym or whatever. And so now they're walking with the dogs. And she's terrified, you know, the dogs and everything. So he's like, you know, come, come on, it's okay. You, you. And so she's like, I'm not coming down. So he said, are you scared of the dog? And she said, yes. He passed the dog off to somebody who was a little bit further away. Um, my grandmother was standing at her door watching, and they knew my grandmother. Mm -hmm. You know, Miss Fountain, is this, this your baby? She said, mm-hmm, she mine. So, you know, they, come on, come on, come down. I'm going to take took her to my grandma. That was the end of it. Now, it don't matter. It does not, there is no regard for life. There is no decency. Um, Y'all were talking about the village. I'm still in... I'm a firm believer in the village. Um, I kind of go mute a little bit when we get to these subjects. Both of the men I'm sitting between know my situation. But I will say this. That village is real. Um, I am also raising a young man. I said before, my son is about to be 18 in December. And when I tell you, like, I'm proud of who he's becoming, it's been hard. You know, when you said something about co-parenting, I'll be honest. And I'm going to take full accountability. We do disagree, but we only disagree on the way we get there. We agree when we're there. Right. Um, my, son's, my son came to me two, three years ago. And I hadn't talked to his dad in, like, over 10 years, like for real, hadn't talked to him. My son saw them. I ain't had nothing to do with it. And, um, he came home and he was like, look, I'm tired of being a middleman. Like it's too much. And that shit hit me. Like it hurt as a parent, like dad, what have I been doing to my kid all these years? And it was that moment I reached out to his dad and was like, yo, we need to meet. We sat down, we met up, we talked, we had a, a long, decent conversation. And when I tell you, um, communication is key because it was a lot of things that went unsaid. It was a lot of miscommunication 
um, him thinking one thing, me knowing another, whatever the case was. And now we're cool. Like we're cool. Um, my son was like, it's so weird to know that you all talk the way you do. And, and I look, I've shouted out my son's bonus mom before on this show. Okay, when I showed up in support of the passing of my son's great-grandfather, I made sure, I'm like, no, I want a picture of all four of us, me, my son, his dad, his dad's wife. Because no matter what the circumstance, the situation was, guess what? She's been a part of my village since my son was born. She never mistreated my son. She was helping with my son. So, um, you know, even with you, when you came in today, my girls have not seen you in a while. Um, my oldest daughter <laughs> was talking about her little situation and you, um, okay, so this, that, that, I need more information. I need more information in case I got to get back on a plane and come out here and handle some shit. Ain't seen my kids in, it's been a minute since we've been out there. So, you know, but it doesn't matter. Sam, I'm not going to go into detail, but I mentioned what you do. You know what I'm saying? And and it's listening to what you said about that um, mom running every dude, you know, outside of you and my brothers, you're like <laughs> the closest, the only, and I'm like, yo, this is crazy. But it's true because... I can only, I do as best as I can, but I can only do so much because there are some things that only, kids can only get from men, girls or boys. You know, I, I, I and I hate that because I'm like, I know what my daddy did for me. I know what he instilled in me. I know all of that. Um, so it's, we, you're, I, Jay, <laughs> I agree with you 100%. Yeah. We've gotten away. We've gotten away. Um, and we need to get back because, and, and oof, the disrespectful kids, baby, these kids are something else. That's all I'm, I'm, I, I, I share with y'all. I open up with y'all, but some things I don't want to um, put all the way out there, you know, location, whatever. But I'm going to just say, I work with them daily. And these kids are, y'all, they lost. <laughs> like, a lot of them are extremely lost. And they think it's okay to sit up here and curse at adults. All three of us went to the same school. I remember walking down that hallway. I was cursing. But if I saw an adult all to the mm -hmm. side, I'm sorry. I'm excuse. I didn't see you there. I'm sorry. You know, now I had a situation today where a young lady was cursing and a, a grown man who a, a, a staff member said, hey, watch your language. She repeated herself <laughs> louder. And I'm just sitting here like this can't be life. This this where's the camera? I'm being punked. <laughs> and it's just I'm I'm like, I. <laughs> That's going to go to that parenting, though. It, it definitely, it goes to parenting. You know, it goes to parenting, and, you know, I have a good time with my kids, but you're absolutely, when stuff comes, hey, who you think you finna listen? I had a kid tell me once, well, I smoke with my mama. Excuse me? 
For and real? That, and you know what? And that's and that's where I would say if we're gonna talk about mothers with daughters, you guys try to be friends. Oh, that was a son. But I'm trying, I, I get what you're saying, but try, that was a son. They try you try to be friends, and you know Sam. I I never heard another guy say it, but Sam said it today. Ladies, I need you to consider something. Even if you had two boyfriends, a year, that's 28 guys that your daughter is seeing you or your son is seeing you with. If you bring them to the home, that's not a little, little small amount. It may be a small amount to you, but it's not to them. You're not teaching them that how to date. You're not teaching them. How to operate. And a lot of times your relationships are trash. It's arguing, it's fighting, it's disrespect, you know, it's yelling, it's cursing. It's, yeah, we, this, like I said, this family, you can do a single family, but your stand, the standard has to be there. I'm, that, I think that's going to be the main thing when we talk about chivalry. It's always going to be standards. These women need to have a standard. They need to teach their daughter the standard. It's men. You need to teach your sons the standard. If you're a single woman, teach your son the standard. This needs to be done no matter what. Respect for yourself is showing respect for other people. And one thing I'm going to say too, I'm going to address um, what you were saying about the things that these kids see. I can't remember if it was you or Sam because whew. But the things that these kids see and the things that they are doing. Um... Shout out to Autumn's sister, my friend, um, my soror. She moved, you know, but um, we're still cool. I used to sub, and when I first started subbing, they paired me with her. I was subbing at a high school. I didn't know her prior to this moment. Um, they paired me with her because she was a more seasoned sub. And one thing that she told me that has stuck with me to this day when I'm dealing with kids, she said, I try to be understanding and sympathetic. And she says, mind you, this is Autumn's sister. So she grew up in that same type of household Autumn did. Um, I'm trying to be sympathetic and understanding because these kids go through so much before they walk through these doors at 730. And and then we're yelling at them about stuff that doesn't matter. Why don't you have this? Well, where is this? Lady, I didn't even eat this morning. I haven't eaten in the last two days. Why do I care about that? My mama ain't been home and I'm taking care of my younger sibling like it's my kid. My lights got turned off. And you sitting up, you think... That what you're talking about is my concern. I'm only here so I can eat. I'm only here. And it's like, it's very sad. It's very disheartening. And I, again, it's because our experiences don't match. Notice I said sympathetic and not empathetic. I can't empathize with that because I never lived that life. But my heart definitely goes out and I do what I can. Um, even you, you know, you, you said you grew up poor. You said it was just you. Well, it was your mom, the main, you know, but at the same time, Sam is saying he just met you. Well, I know you and I know what type of man you are. And we've had those conversations and I take my hat off because it could have come out differently. And this is what I said last week as well, or last episode as well. We are all products of our environment. But how that the result of that 
looks different for everybody. It's either this is all I saw, so I can't go past this, or this is all I saw, and I don't want this for myself. I want to do better. But that is a big part. A mindset is a big part of that. And if you don't have somebody pushing you, I mean, sometimes it is innate. Sometimes it's very innate. I, I'm giving, I'm saying that. But sometimes you need that push. And if you don't have it, then you're just stuck. You know, I will say this. Um, I would say with my church upbringing that, okay, so of course you go to church. We, go, we went to church two times a week. But as you get older and you've heard every sermon, I have a general idea <laughs> of what I need to be doing out here. And I can tell you guys this for a fact. When I'm operating in the correct space, I've had nothing but good things happen for me. When I was doing dirt, I got dirt. Yep. Um, Karma is real. You know, before, 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 of course, I had my daughter young. But before my daughter, I was selling drugs. I was in the streets. No future, uh, or a future that was already predetermined. And it came, like I said, came from a good home. My mother is a college professor at Daly College. So shout out to Professor Powell, if you know her. <laughs> um, but, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So, um, I don't know. We have, so this is episode, well, this is part three of the Is Chivalry Dead series. So it's been one episode or one, one part with just Sam and I. It's been one with me, Sam, and Autumn. And now we have Jay here. And I, we got one more, right? So our next episode is actually going to be, um, we're going to kind of let two people do some back and forth. I think this next episode, Kim and I are just going to, let people sit get the chill. just sit back and chill. <laughs> no, nah, we can't. Somebody got to be <laughs> somebody got to be the moderator. Yeah, that's gonna yeah. be wild. It's going. It's, it's, that shit might get a little out of hand. And there's the, plenty of fingers to go around for blame. There's plenty of fingers to go around. And you know, but that's, we gotta stop pointing the damn fingers. But you know what? No, we don't no. point the finger and then recognize that that person may have a point. And then let's talk about the solutions because nobody's innocent in this. Cause that's what I was going to say. When you're pointing the finger, you're too busy trying to put past the blame off on somebody else. Instead of looking at where you are in that too. I'm just saying, look at yourself too. That's I, it. I think that depends on the person that you are. See, this is where we, <laughs> this is what we don't, we're not about to start. Cause we're almost done. I understand that. But me, <laughs> the person that I am before I go to say anything, I put, I try to put myself in that other person's shoes. Um, that's how I operate. That's my, my, my empathy for people, how I understand people. I don't have to go through what you go through, but I have a way where I can understand, Hey, this is what you may be feeling. This is what you may be going through. And then I'm going to tell you, aside from that, this is what you need to be doing. <laughs> you know what sure, I'm saying? That, 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 this man will definitely hit me up like, Hey, Hey, tell me if I'm wrong. Cause I might be tripping. Tell me if I'm wrong. I've been known the trip. <laughs> I've been. We didn't really get into it. I I, I gave y'all the real, but yeah, we and, didn't really get into it. I'm being cool for y'all today. <laughs> cool, Jay. And before we, because we got to wrap it up, before we begin to wrap it up, I am going to say this. I issued this disclaimer for Autumn um, because, you know, whichever man it actually works out for, um, they have big shoes to fill 
on her, you know, um, either be prepared to be, to step up or be stepped on and or over ladies. Whew. I'm going to tell you this. My man's over here just said proudly, no hesitation. He's single. So I'm going to uh, uh, uh. probably clarify that. I, yeah, that's up to you. It's all, it's all sweepstakes. Oh God. No, no, I'm not doing this. I'm not. No, no move. So here's what I will say. Man, and I'm sorry for y'all. My chips is right. Move. Hey, let me tell but you this, this ladies. This is what let I me tell you this, say. ladies. Before you, before you even get into that. Oh my God. Let me, before we even get into that. This is a totally different subject. Ladies, and this does go to chivalry. You know another reason chivalry might be out of there? Because it requires women to be chivalrous too. We said that. I mean, but beyond that, if you've ever seen the movie A Bronx Tale, what did he say? You open the door for the young lady, if she doesn't reach over and unlock your door, door. she's no good. Um, Yeah, that that scene right there, when Cologino celebrated... Yes, not he didn't he he went from Bro. being C to Colorgino again, Bro. and he went on ahead and got some of that black thing, Miss Jane. Anyway, change your life, baby. Once you go black, you know it go oh back. Oh my ask god! Me. Like my man from Harlem Nights. He saw sunshine. Move. Look. And let me tell you, Brazil, oh my god. See, to the Dominican Republic, they love us. Okay. Look. See, this is why I was. This is. This is. This is. This. I'm glad this was only like the last few minutes. All I was finna say, Jay, is that whatever woman comes after him comes for him, baby, baby girl, you better have your shit in order. That's that's no, all I can say. You the real. No, no, because what I'm saying is this, and we've talked about this. You have your shit together, and I'm not saying right. that it's like, yeah. And I'm not, I'm not saying I'm, and that's what I'm saying. So a lot of things that some dudes give you or that you may accept, he like, I don't need a ride, I don't need a place to sleep, I don't need you to buy me no clothes. I'm eating good. I'm. I, he just told me earlier today. He told my daughter. He said, he says I use a plane like it's a bus. Legit, I gotta text him. Are you in the country? So that's that's all I was saying. Don't come with no BS. Don't come with no subpar. Like, make sure you coming with something worth coming with. That's it. Can I can I just say something to the lady since you you took it there? I don't require certain things. I, like she said, I don't need a couch to sleep on. I don't need you to make my food. I don't need you to go to work. I got all that covered. What I need from you is to be a great dope black woman or woman in general that's what's required and that 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 requires that's honesty that's loyalty that's dependability i I don't need for those other things so just to put that out there okay so on that note y'all they i'm tired um so that is that that we're gonna call this a, a wrap for part three of the is chivalry dead series um Sam, shout outs. You got any? Okay. Um, first of all, um, I want to shout out Jay for being a part of this show tonight. This was fun. Um, allowing, you know, to have another guy on the show, man, <laughs> and to bring some balance to waiting. this shit. He was he was he was waiting on that. I definitely called me out of being here when uh when the other guest was here. I would have came in. Like I said, the, the plane I, is my bus. If you ask for Jay, right. I will come. If you say my name, I will come. You don't even got to say it three times. 
I candy man. To say Jay three times, I hope that shit come in a bottle of VSOP. But anyway, um, I want to send a shout out to my man Jay for coming out and uh, being a part of this episode. I also want to thank um, Kim per usual for um, being a great, you know, co-host as as she always is and. on the side from that, I wanted to just, you know, I want to thank our listeners. I don't really have too many. I, I think, you know, I got mine out for the week because okay. this is our second time recording this week. <laughs> um, actually, you know what? I do. I do have a couple people I like to, uh, I like to say thanks to. Um, so, you know, I shout out businesses, small businesses. And since you're here from Arizona, I'm going to go ahead and plug my Arizona homie. Um, I want to send a shout out to my man, Lavelle, uh, better known as Tay, man. He's got his own clothing line. He's based out of Arizona, but he's from the crib. It's called Culture Junkies. So um, I will definitely make sure that when we get ready to um, post this episode that I tag him. And that way you all can follow him. And you all can shop for his merch. Um, he's got a fall line coming out, and it's really, really dope. And if you're from Chicago and you're out of state and you want to feel some hometown flavor, my man um, Tay and Culture Junkies is definitely the move to go with. Um, i also like to um, send a shout-out to um, my homegirl from work. Her son has a clothing line. Um, I have to find it. Give me one second because I just found out about it yesterday. And it's actually some pretty nice looking stuff. And I'm actually going to shop with them very, very soon. Um, Where is it at? Oh, here we go. Um, Uncle Designs. Um, He makes a lot of custom um, products for for people, single pieces and group pieces. So definitely reach out to them. And also I'll post their information on social media as well. Other than that, um, lastly, per usual, I just want to thank all of our listeners out there because you all have spent over an hour with us again. And we thank you so very much because, you know, we sit here, we talk our shit, we have fun, but we want to make sure that you all get something from it. And y'all know the rule if y'all have listened to me from the last eight or nine episodes. Look, if y'all didn't get anything from this episode, that's fine. We don't give a shit. I mean, there's probably an episode in the future that you may like and that may hit you. And if it don't, then well... At least just keep listening to us, shit. We we gonna keep talking regardless. And if you got a problem with Kim and I, if you got a number, text us. Give no, us a call. Just leave me the hell alone. I ain't got time for your issues, honestly. Well, I don't either. But if you got a, <laughs> but if you got my phone number or some, call me. Send me a text. You know what I'm saying? The Richard Jefferson way. Another Arizona bar for my homie. Other than that, Kim, you got it. Um, I think I'm I'm going. I think I only have one. I think, but you know how my mind works. Um, shout out to my girl, Sharonita. Um, she has been in tune since she got in tune. Let me put it that way. Um, and she also, y'all, she cooks. She cooks. Food is amazing. She sells plates. Um, Instagram underscore new eats underscore N U E A T Z new eats. Um, you can go there, see her menu, see when she's, about to, uh, you know, make plates, pre-sale, all that type of stuff. Um, again, yes, Jay, thank you so much. I'm glad we made it through this because you know how our conversations get, how we do. Um, appreciate you. And can I pull a shout out? Absolutely. Uh, well, first off, thanks for having me, guys. Uh, Sam, appreciate the food. It was slamming. <laughs> Chicken was moist. You know what I'm saying? None of that dry shit over here. That's a funny word, moist. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's one of my favorite words as a guy. You know? But yeah. Um, 
Definitely a, love the podcast. Love what you guys are doing. Love the energy. Love the chemistry. I want to shout out Franny. I want to shout out Jayla. And shout out my OG, Cassandra Powell. Love y'all. Go ahead. You got it. Well, I guess um, Kim didn't want to close this out tonight. So I will once again thank our guest, Jay, for coming through. I want to thank um, you all once again for listening to this episode. Um, so we're going to go ahead and cut out. This has been part three of the Is Chivalry Dead series. Um, what do you all think? You know, where do you all stand with it? Do you, you know, you agree with Jay's point? You agree with, you know, Autumn? Do you kind of see my point? Maybe, Kim, do you have your own point? Whatever it is, hey, we appreciate you for having a thought because at least that way we know that you're paying attention to us and that you're definitely following. And I don't know if we're doing random, but your thought could end you up sitting on this couch or on a computer one day. No, we just talked about chivalry and access, and I can't have everybody on my couch, remember? No, everybody ain't going to be on the couch because everybody ain't going to sit next to me. I'm just saying certain people, but I'm all, I said on the computer, don't, don't do me. Jack, see, nope, we were doing well. We were no, 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 no. We were doing well. We running out of tape. So, so what, so what I'm going to say is, everybody, thank you all so much for listening. Wherever you are in the world, have a good day, have a good night, have a good day, have a good night. Peace, y'all. Be Peace safe. Out, all that. Have a good night, y'all. Be cool.